Tonight's presentation of our second game, our doubleheader from District 96 on the WLW Sports Network, is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Dia Services of Cass City for all of your green handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Valley Enterprises, Tim Pritz of Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's insurance company. Flannery Auto Mall of Madhax, Farmers Co-op Grain Company, Bayport State Bank, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Thumb Bank and Trust, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from your Agar Valley Services courtside seats in Laker Country in the District 96 semifinals. One game down, one more game to go in the semifinals tonight until we reach our district finals Saturday night right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. Our first game resulted in a 62-55, a seven-point victory for the Hyrule Beach Pirates over the USA Patriots. A closely fought game, mostly in part due to the defensive pressure from USA in that second half, which kept them in it and forced USA to cough up the ball more times. They forced Hyrule Beach to cough up the ball more times than not. Let's take a look, though, at our second game this evening, which would be the Kansas City Redhawks and the Bad Axe Hatchets, two teams that have faced off twice this year with Bad Axe taking both of them. Kansas City's season has caught some attention and momentum when it matters the most at the end of the regular season and starting into the tournament. After accumulating just two wins in the first five weeks of the season, the Redhawks have won all three of their games in the last eight days. They knocked off Lakers in overtime on Tuesday, 48-43, and would love to make it to the district finals for the first time since 2009. Last year, they punched their ticket to the finals, but the season was ended before the game could take place. Cassidy's really looked good the other night. Mike Fernald really looked good. He come off, you know, shooting the ball from the arc, take to the basket, did a lot of really nice things. Again, young player at the end of the season, they seem to really progress, they gain more confidence. And uh, that's where Cass City, they're definitely, their two young players going to have to stand out for them tonight. The Hatchet season has been a high-powered one. Banax has scored 60 or more points in eight of their 12 games this season, with all their wins coming in double digits except for one, which was the very first game of the season. Their record against the four other teams in District 96 this year is a perfect 5-0, and defeating Lakers twice, Cass City twice, and USA once. Badax did not play Harbor Beach due to the shortened season. They'll get that chance on Saturday. Maybe. Yes, if they win Maybe. here, they definitely will. Uh, but, yeah, we've, with Souls and um, Kerwin and Emmerich, boy, that's that's three really high-powered offensive players. Can score in a lot of different ways. Can shoot it from the outside, take you to the basket, make free throws. Um, it's going to give Cassie a lot of trouble. Uh we talked about it in the pregame at 4.30, three hours ago, I oh, believe, a while or something. Ago, yeah. That, uh, you know, Cass City's going to have to limit possessions, kind of keep this thing as low scoring as they can, and uh, shoot the ball well so they can stay in it. And it uh, be interesting. Uh, you're going to have one side that really wants to go and another side that doesn't, and we'll see whose uh, pace wins out. Head-to-head, -head, we have the number two and number 11 offenses in the Greater Thumb Conference in the second game tonight. On offense, Badax is averaging 63 points a game, while Cass City scores 42 on average. Hatchets by 21 points on offense statistically. On defense, Badax is the best in the Greater Thumb Conference. Cass City is at number nine. The Hatchets allow 41.7 on defense. Cass City gives up 48.1. That is Badax in favor on defense by 6.4 points. 
So if you're going by stance in stance alone, not science and data-driven decisions, the Banax Hatchets are favored by 27.4 points. Banax and Kansas City played twice this regular season. That was the first time on February 23rd at Cass City. Banax won that first game by just 12 points, 47 to 35. Then they played again in Banax on March 15th on the Ides of March, and they certainly struck as the Hatchets took care of business 60 to 27, holding Mike Fernald scoreless in Bryce Fernald at just two points in a 23-point victory. Yeah, you 33-point victory. Yeah, you hold uh, Mike Fernald scoreless. You did. He did a really nice job defensively, um, but it's a you know, it's a different week, and sophomores uh, play a lot different from week to week. And he's playing a lot of confidence from the other night, so he's not going to be scoreless tonight. I guarantee you that. You're throwing down a a, a Rasheed Wallace guarantee. Yes, eh? I guarantee he will not be held scoreless. Or or what? Game kings. I think it's a you know it's a game king bet. You get you know your. Well, I'm curious though if he doesn't score, what are, what's going to happen? Oh, they're going to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) We better take a break here. We're 15 and a half minutes away from tipping off our second game between Banax and Cass City. And your home for the postseason is right here on the WLW Sports Network. Let's take a break. Twelve minutes before we start our second game tonight between the Bad Axe Hatches and Cassidy Redhawks, and let's take you through what the District 96 bracket looks like and everything else surrounding it, as where the District 96 winner will travel onto. So, of course, on Tuesday we began with five teams in District 96, hosted by Lakers, and it was Lakers up first against Cass City, and it was a tight one all the way through, with a lot of lead changes, and actually Lakers was leading a majority of the fourth quarter, but then Cass City fired back and with. Less than a second to go, sophomore Mike Fernald launches a three, makes the three at the buzzer to tie it at the end of regulation, forcing overtime. Then Cassidy outscores Lakers by five points to take the five-point victory in overtime, 48-43. So Cassidy advances, and now, of course, they play the number one seed in District 96 against Banax. That's the game about to start. On the other side of the bracket, USA drew a bye in the, only because there's five teams. Harbor Beach was the number two seed, so they were automatically selected together on the other side of the bracket. That game just finished. Harbor Beach 62, USA 55, which sends Harbor Beach to the district final. First time in a couple of years for the Pirates. Of course, Cassidy and Banax trying to punch their ticket to the finals. These are the two teams that were supposed to play in last year's district final before COVID shut down the world. Now, of course, the winner of this district goes on to play in Reese in the region regional tournament between uh, four different region, uh, four different districts. The district from Lakers against the district from Vassar in our first game, and then the other side of the bracket in regionals will be the Millington district against the Sandusky district. Now, most notably in that Vassar district are two teams of note, and that would be the Reese Rockets and the Hemlock Huskies. Hemlock beat Saginaw MLS on Tuesday, 60-32. Reese drew a bye as they, I do believe, were the number one seed. Yes, they were. Reese took on the, or is taking on Vassar tonight. Vassar defeated Saginaw Arts and Sciences, 59-48. So it's Reese, Vassar, Saginaw Valley Lutheran, and Hemlock remaining in the Vassar district. That'd be District 95. The District 96 winner from Lakers goes on to take on the winner of those four teams there. 
That game will be taking place on Tuesday from Reese. Of course, you'll hear that action right here on Sports Radio 1021. Steve, yeah. what, what's your outlook there on that other side of the bracket? Which, which bracket? Uh, the, we're uh, District 95. Oh, well, go I mean, wherever you want. How right, about I'll go wherever right. I want. Yeah. There we go. I was just wondering which where you're at here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Reese and uh, Hemlock are definitely the class of that district. Um, they should meet for the finals unless there's a major upset there. Hemlock is really good, but Reese is really good too. Uh, that's going to be – that will be a heck of a game there. Um, if Reese get, comes through and Bad Axe makes it – I mean, that might have been the best game we've seen this year yes. when we did that game at Hands Reese down, earlier yes. on. So that would be a – that would be a great uh, – to see those two a third time. Ooh. So, Ooh. but again, Hemlock is really good. So, it, I mean, they got that, uh, I think it's Colin Finkbinder. He's a point guard, can really score it. Great ball player, good ball handler, dribble pass, defense, does everything, 1,000-point scorer. So, uh, Hemlock's, <laughs> they're going to give Reese all they want. So, of course, you have District 95 on the other side here. Those two teams will play in the first round of regionals. But So we have three teams remaining in District 96. Harbor Beach punched their ticket to the finals. Now we have Cass City and Bad Axe. What are your thoughts here? Again, the, the young players got to carry it for Bad Axe, or I mean for Cass City. And I just, I mean, Bad Axe just got so much firepower. I just, again, it's this time of year. It'll be contrasting styles. I just find it really hard to understand how they can stay up with them. But, again, Coach Ronald has done this a long time. He can control the tempo of a game. He coaches to the best of his players' abilities. And he has a way of making it a game at the end. And then, like I said before, all the pressure's on bad acts if you get tight at the end of the game because they're the favorites and they're supposed to win. Now, how about this, though? For bad acts, I don't think Mark Kruger's here tonight. Jason Jurgis is the acting head coach here for Vanex. Good notice. I did not notice. That. I just I just looked up yes. and saw Jason Jurgis yes. meeting with the official here. Yes. Um, well, you don't how have does to. That, how does that play into the minds of a, of a young team like Vanex? Well, I mean, you could. I mean, I've I've coached a couple times when Coach Gainforth was sick or whatever, and you lost both. No. No. No, I did not. I okay. Won. All right. Just checking. Anyways, that's another story, but. Um, <laughs> They, uh, it changes things. I mean, you're not going to do it the same way the head coach does it. Your substitutions, when you put them in, when you pull them out, always changes a little bit. And uh, I guarantee you his mouth will be relatively dry because you can't do anything but probably screw up in your mind, you know, as a coach standing there like, oh, my God, I can't screw this up. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there will be – there's that sense of unfamiliarity because your head coach isn't there. So, yeah, there will be – I think there will be a little nervousness on uh, – uh, bad axes part, but uh, if they get it going early, I th- they'll get over that pretty quick. Well, let's take another short break here. We're seven minutes away from starting our second game of District 96 semifinals. The Cassidy Redhawks and the Bad Axe Hatches right here on your Hardwood home for High School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. We are on to our second game. 
And it's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast presented by Sure Health. Better Health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? Well, I won the first one. I took Harbor Reach by 12. Steve took Harbor Reach by 14. The final was Harbor Reach by 7. So I get the win there. I'm closest there. So the standings are now Clark Ramsey 3, Steve Bone 3, Las Vegas 1. Las Vegas has the Banax Hatches favored by 16.5 points, and I'm going to I'm gonna straddle that right there. I'm taking Badax 64, Cass City 48. I'm taking Badax by 16 points. Seabone, what do you have? I think Coach Fernald can keep it closer than that. I'm going to go okay. Badax 55, Cass City 42. A little bit of a lower scoring affair, even. That's... So we'll see. <laughs> 16 and 13 points, both in favor of the Bad Axe Hatchets. Now, one thing we should note is on uh, the far side of the region, in the Millington bracket, there were when they started this whole thing, there were five teams in that bracket. Flint Beecher, most notably. Millington. Let me find it here. Millington, Burton Atherton, Flint Beecher, Burton Bendel, Burton Bentley, and Flint New Standard. As of tonight, there are two teams remaining. Millington beat Burton Atherton on Tuesday, 50-35, so they advanced to take on Flint Beecher. Burton Bentley, Burton Bendel, and Flint New Standard all forfeited. They are out. The entire side of that bracket in District 94 is gone due to COVID. So, the final of District 94 is taking place tonight in Millington between Millington and the Flint Beecher Bucks. Wow. Well, you almost wonder if if it's not going to affect everybody before the end. It just happens to be the team that <laughs> doesn't uh, contact Trace <laughs> makes it out of here. Uh, another development we got tonight is uh, Bad Axe's head coach not here. We'll get into that a little bit after the National Anthem, I'm assuming. Yes, indeed. So we listen in once again to Brian Kime, superintendent and PA announcer here tonight from District 96 at Lakers. Let us now honor and respect their efforts and our country. Civilian gentlemen, please remove your hats. All veterans, we encourage you to render the appropriate salute. And everyone in will, please stand at attention, placing your hand over your heart, as we proudly sing our national anthem. It's now time to meet our starting lineups for both Cassidy and, and the Bad Axe Hatchets. Tonight is your Cassidy Redhawks would be the away team tonight. And it is a traditional starting lineup, the same lineup as Tuesday night. A six-foot senior number four, Kenton Wiseman. 
a six-foot senior, number five, Bryce Fernald. 5'11", freshman, number 10, Carter Patrick. Number 11, six-foot-one, sophomore, Mike Fernald. And down low, a six-foot senior, number 25, Jeremy Velasquez. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, a typical signer lineup here as well. A 5'11", junior, number two, Noah Kervin. 5'11", junior, number three, Aaron Souls. A six-foot-one senior, number 11, Jensen Emery. Sophomore, 5'11". Number 14, Keaton Braun. Brown, excuse me. And six-foot-one junior, number 21, DeCarlos Sageman. Bad X is coached by Mark Krug. He is not here this evening. He came, he was in, I would say, within distance of a positive case, so he is self-quarantining just to keep his team in the play. Just playing it safe. We'll see if we can get him back on Saturday here if Maddox does advance. So Jason Jurgis is going to be your head coach this evening with Pat Flannery as his assistant. Cassidy coached by Aaron Fernald. His seventh year at the helm, Mark Krug, has been head coach since 2014 for eight years. Your officials, the same officials as our first game this evening. We have John Cerrito, Mark Dow, and Stephen Linton. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone from your Agar Valley Services courtside seats here from District 96 Lakers. And Cassidy will be inbounding to start this game. Moving right to left across your radio. Cassidy in their road maroon uniforms. CC on their sh shorts. Cassidy across their chest. Badax in their home white uniforms. Yellow stripes down their sides. Badax opens up in a man-to-man. Been trying to feed down low, and it's immediately stolen away by Keaton Brown for Badax. First turnover for Cass City. Aaron Souls brings it up. A 5'11 junior for Badax. Into the hands of Noah Curvin, saying the, up the offense. Looking to pass to Jensen Emmerich to the left wing. Instead of the high post over the right wing, Aaron Souls pops the three. It is no good. Rebound, though, brought in by Cass City's number 10, Carter Patrick. No score, we played 35 seconds. Carter Patrick at the free throw line into the corner. Kenton Wiseman for three, it's good. Cassidy picks right up where they left off, leading by three points with 7-12 remaining in the first quarter, and they steal it. Bryce Fernald goes in transition, it's in for two. It's a five-point lead, just like that, with 7.02 remaining. Cassidy in a 1-2-2, three-quarter court press, force a turnover right away. Maddox breaks at this time. No curve in top of the key. Directing traffic. 6.50 left in the first. It's Cassidy 5. Bad X nothing. Jensen Emmerich to the free throw line. Keaton Brown with a jump shot. No good. A rebound ripped down by Kenton Wiseman. And Cassidy playing with an edge tonight and a chip on their shoulder. Playing with a lot of confidence from the other night. That was the word of the night the other night. Yes. And it certainly can sense it's already. <laughs> Mike Fernald, sophomore at the left wing. Into the corner to Carter Patrick. Being guarded by Jensen Emmerich. Pump fake a couple times, starts his dribble around the perimeter. Nothing there. Skip pass to the right wing to Mike Fernald. Fernald, NBA range three. It's good. Look at this. It is now 8-0. Cass City leads with 6-12 remaining in the first quarter. Just keep moving back till they quit guarding you. <laughs> Trying to feed it down low, and we have a foul as Souls went down to the right block. Jeremy Velasquez will pick up his first, team's first for Cass City as well. But Bad X still scoreless. We played one minute in 56 seconds. 6.04 left in the first. It's 8-0 Cass City. Yeah, they didn't anticipate he was going to pull up and shoot that out there. No, I don't think so. You know now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Only one way to find out. 
Badex will inbound to Aaron Souls wide open in the corner for three. This one's no good. Long rebound brought in by DeCarlo Sageman. And inside the lane, the shot is up. He will go to the free throw line. That'd be Keaton Brown going to the free throw line for two shots and trying to get Badex on the board here with 5.57 left in the first quarter. Oh, by the way, that three by Mike Fernald made my prediction. He did score. You yes, guaranteed he, he was going to score. guaranteed he would score. Okay. Keaton Brown at the free throw line shooting two. Foul goes against Kent Wiseman, his first. Free throw is up, and it rolls in for one. Badex is on the board with 5.57 left in the first quarter. Cassidy's opened up the same way they did against uh, Lakers here tonight with a 2-3 zone. And uh, Badax man-to-man, which they've been playing a lot of zone lately. But I think they want to get out on uh, Cassidy's shooters a little better. So Second free throw, no good. So the score remains 8-1, Cassidy by 7 points. Carter Patrick to Kenton Wiseman, takes the three, top of the key, it's no good. Rebound brought in by two white jerseys. Vlasquez is still in there, and looks like Vlasquez just picked up his second personal foul. Team's third, Badax ball, opposite side of their basket. Substitution, Connor Herford, the six-foot-three junior, checks in, replaces Vlasquez. Herford gave him a lot of good minutes the other night against Lakers. He did a really nice job rebounding and defending in there. Connor Herford. Just a junior, but a big body down there. Can move some players on the football field as well. Same with Velasquez. Souls across midcourt for Badax, trailing 1-8 to eight to bat to Cass City. Noah Curvin directing traffic. Cass City in that zone defense still over to the right wing. It's tipped and scooped up by Souls. Souls back to Curvin to the left wing. Down to the high post to Jensen Emmerich for the jump shot. No good. Rebound brought in by Connor Herford for the Red Hawks. Leading by 7 points, 8-1. to one. Cass City on top. 5-10 remains in the first quarter. Bryce Fernald against Aaron Souls gives it to Carter Patrick. Aaron Fernald calls in the shot here. Double high screen for Fernald. Now excuse me, Carter Patrick at the right elbow. Takes the jump shot off balance. No good. Connor Herford gets the rebound, though. Back out to Patrick for the free throw line. Jump shot, and this one is good. 10-1. Cassidy leads. 4.51 left in the first. Out to Souls. Top of the key to Brown for three wide open. No good. Rebound ripped down by Connor Herford. Cassidy likes it. Carter Patrick at the right, L- right wing. 10-1. to one. Cassidy leads. Carter Patrick with a jump shot. Wide open. In for two. Four points for him. It's 12 points for Cassidy. One for Badex. And we have a timeout called by the Hatchets. 4.27 left in the first. Cassidy 12. Badex 1. left in the first. It's March Madness, if you couldn't tell already. Cassidy leads by 11 points, 12-1. Badax without a field goal yet. We've played three and a half minutes. 4.27 left in the first. Badax coming out of a full timeout, trailing 12-1. Cassidy in a full court press. Yeah, the 1-2-2 press is kind of just to slow them down a little bit, and they've created some turnovers out of it and kind of made them hurry up. Souls inside the lane. The floater cannot fall. Rebound ripped down once again by Connor Herford, and we have a jump ball as Jake McPhee checks in the ball game, and it's, that's a great battle between Herford and McPhee. Gives the ball back to the Hatchets. Herford's got three rebounds. He's only been in there for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Maddox will inbound to the top to Noah Curvin. Bryce Fernald comes out to meet him. 
410 remains in the first. Still 12 to 1, Cass City leading Bad Axe. You heard that right. Keaton Brown back to Noah Curvin, just Aaron Soul's right wing. Inside Jensen Emmerich, inside the paint, off the glass, and it falls in for two. First field goal for Bad Axe comes with a 356 mark. Bad Axe comes out, now they're going, they're going zone. 12 to 3, a nine point lead for the Gas City Redhawks. 3.40 left in the first. Carter Patrick calling the shots to Bryce Fernald against Aaron Souls. To Kenton Wiseman, left wing. There's that pressure from that zone defense. Bryce Fernald now at the left wing extended, about five feet from midcourt. Back to Wiseman. Down to the baseline, nothing there though. Back to Carter Patrick, resets the offense. Taking their time now, still leading by nine points, 12 to 3. At the free throw line, Fernald back out to Patrick for three. This one's no good. Rebound ripped down by Noah Kirvin. Here come the hatchets. Trying to cut down this nine-point deficit. They trailed by his maze by 11. Emmerich inside the paint for a jump shot, and this one's good. He is four. Four straight points for Emmerich and the hatchets make it 12 to five. 2.57 left in the first quarter. Mike Fernald, or excuse me, Carter Patrick to Kenton Wiseman. Wiseman around the perimeter to Bryce Fernald. Being guarded from closely by Noah Kerfin. Jump shot. No, it stacks like Connor Herford back out to Mike Fernald for three. And this one's good from the right wing. Mike Fernald with two threes makes it 15 to 5. 232 left in the first quarter. Jensen Emmerich with the floater from the right side. This one's good. He has six. Bad X with seven. It's 15 to 7, an eight-point lead for the Red Hawks. The 2-3 zone from Badax doesn't allow uh, Coach Fernald to run all of his stuff he's got. <laughs> he's a great X and O coach. Into the corner, Carter Patrick. Pump fakes, now the jump shot on the baseline is no good. Rebound brought in by Jensen Emmerich. Single-handedly keeping the hatches in this ballgame. McPhee in down to the right block, off the glass, in for two. Jake McPhee, the six foot three junior, makes it count. 15-9 now, a six-point deficit for the hatchets. 145 left in the first. Patrick to Wiseman to Bryce Fernald. Into the corner to Mike Fernald. Back to Wiseman. Being guarded by Kirvin. At the three-point line for the shot. It's in and out. No good. Rebound brought in by Souls. Here come the Hatchets. Trailing by six. 15-9. Inside the lane. Souls up and in for two. His first points. Now a 6-0 run for the Hatchets. 15-11. 125 left in the first. 15 to 11, Cassidy by just four points. Bryce Fernald threw a double team over the right wing to Mike Fernald. Being guarded by Kirvin, elevates, nothing there. Back out to Carter Patrick and he throws it over and it's stolen by Souls. Souls over to Kirvin and it's Mike Fernald comes down and hacks him. And that'd be a misdemeanor in 38 states. And this will send Noah Kirvin to the free throw line for two shots. Yeah, that two, three zone is really, uh, it's kind of slowed um Cassidy down. They can't run guys off of screens and get them open. And Banax being quite aggressive, really extending out on it. Curvin at the free throw line, shooting twos. A couple substitutions coming in for Cass City after this one. First free throw is good. Alex Perry and Aiden Torres check in. DeCarlos Sageman checks back in. And Keaton Brown sits down. Kenton Wiseman and Connor Herford sit down for the Red Hawks. Badax really picked up the pace on the offensive end. Every time they get it, they're just attacking the basket, getting it inside, actually getting it up before Cassidy even sets up their 2-3 zone. 
101 remains in the first. It's now suddenly a three-point ball game with one more free throw upcoming, and it's good. It's just like that is a two-point ball game. 13 for Badax, 15 for Cass City. Mind you, it was 12 to 1 at one point here. Bryce Fernald dribbling, 52 seconds left. To Carter Patrick, down to the key, nearly midcourt, gets a screen from Alex Perry. At the right wing, into the corner to Mike Fernald, pops the three, little hurried though, this one's off the mark. Rebound brought in by DeCarlo Sageman for Badax. Trying to tie it or take the lead here. For three, Noah Curvin, no good. Rebound still loose and into the hands of Jake McPhee. Stolen by Mike Fernald though. Cassidy going for one shot here. 22 seconds left with a two-point lead, 15 to 13. Carter Patrick Crossman court stolen by Badex. Souls in transition. The layup is good. We're tied at 15. 11 seconds left in the first. It's stolen by Sageman. Sageman inside the lane. And we're going an offensive foul in out of control as the defender went up into the air as well. And it's going to be an offensive foul against Sageman. Not sure I agree with that one, but we're tied at 15. I'm thinking a no call or a jump ball. That, that jump ball would have made more sense. I don't know how you jump in the air. The guy runs into you. You get an offensive foul. Offensive foul. Yeah, I don't get that one. It's a 10-0 run for the Bad Axe Hatchets with one second left. Fernald with the NBA threes. No good. We've reached the end of the first quarter. Tied at 15 apiece. Right here on the WLW Sports Network District 96 semifinal. Tied 15 apiece after eight minutes of play, and it's on to the second quarter. A 10-0 run for the Bad Axe Hatches to finish that first quarter. Carter Patrick to Bryce Fernald to the opposite wing on the give-and-go on the alley-oop into Alex Perry is good. 17-15. Cassidy stops the 10-0 run. Really nice design play. Screen the backside of the zone, get the little alley-oop. Souls down to the baseline to McPhee. McPhee inside to Emmerich. Turns, jump shot, fadeaway, no good. Rebound, Alex Perry rips it down. Strong man there. And here come the Red Hawks. Seventh rebound this evening. Both teams with six rebounds in that first quarter. Baddox really extending that 2-3 zone. Got Cassidy pinned a little bit up here on top. They're going down to the baseline to attack from there. Fernald, Mike Fernald, back out to Aiden Torres against the much taller to Carlos Sageman. At the high post to the right wing into the corner to Mike Fernald. Double team there. He's in trouble. Spinning. Tries to get back out to Bryce Fernald. At the free throw line. Jump stop. Over to the left wing. Carter Patrick for three is no good. Long rebound in the hands of Souls. Here come the Hatchets. Seventh rebound for the blue and gold tonight. Keaton Brown thought about taking the three. Now he pump fakes and gives it back to Souls. 6.45 left in the second. Cass City 17. Banax 15. Brown for three. No good. Rebound though Mike Fernald for the Red Hawks. Hanging on to a two-point lead. They have not trailed in this game. And we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald in the Red Hawks with 6.32 left in the second. Cass City 17, Banax 15.
Coming off a full timeout, six and a half left in the second quarter. Cassidy by two points, 17 to 15. Alex Perry at the left block, back out to Torres with the right wing. Oh. High post to Carter Patrick, jump shot, no good, doesn't touch anything, out of bounds. Bad axe ball. Boy, they had Mike Fernald in the corner, wide open, and just missed him. Boy, he was wide open, too. <laughs> Coach Fernald not happy about missing him either. In the corner, DeCarlo Sageman for the three is no good. And rebound goes out of bounds. It'll be Cassidy ball. Mike Fernald and Keaton Brown going to battle. It almost looked like I haven't shot it yet, so I'm going to let I've one done, rip yeah. here from the corner. Maybe, maybe it's my hot night. Yeah, I don't think Coach would be too happy with that shot either. <laughs> Step back three from the corner. Come out uh, cold off of a timeout. Right. At the free throw line, Carter Patrick inside the lane, hitting some contact. None called, though. Rebound brought in by Jensen Emmerich. 17 to 15. He created the contact. He yes, he did. Not normally going to get that. Souls against Torres, trying to show off his fancy dribble work at the right block, puts it up, and it no after three knocks on the rim. Rebound brought in by Alex Perry. Carter Patrick to Bryce Fernald, still with that two-point lead, 17 to 15 for the Kansas City Redhawks. Fernald to Aiden Torres, back to Bryce Fernald, top of the key. The senior Fernald inside the lane, nearly loses it back out to Torres. Alex Perry, the right but left block, off the glass, in for two. For Perry, he has four. It's now back out to a four-point lead, 19-15, 5-14. Sageman in transition, back out to Souls. Back to the top, to Curvin, down low to Sageman. He can't hang on to it, goes out of bounds. That will be the third turnover for Badax. Cassidy ball. Coach Fernald's done a nice thing. Gets his two threes, put Carter Patrick at the, at the free throw line, and that just gives him a score in there. Now they get that's got to suck them top guys back in there. And that's allowing him to move the ball around and get open shots. Another timeout called by Bad X. 5.04 left in the second. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Cast Study 19, Bad X 15. Second timeout called by the Bad Axe Hatchets with 5.04 left in the second quarter. 19-15, Cassidy by four. Carter Patrick, top of the key, gives it back to Bryce Fernald. Bad Axe in that 2-3 zone. Fernald trying to dribble over to Mike Fernald for the NBA three. He made one here before, he makes another one. He has three threes for nine points, and it's back out to a seven-point lead. 22-15, 4.42 left in the first half, and Bad Axe coughs it up. Into the hands of Bryce Fernald. Two straight turnovers. Or the Bad Exceptions. He's got his feet set and he shoots that. Boy, he's going to knock that down. Over to the right wing. Reese beats Vassar 62 to 51. 420 in the second. Bryce Fernald at the left block. Puts it off the glass. No, not good, but Alex Perry there to clean up the boards. Back out to Carter Patrick at the top. And another three from Carter Patrick this time. Back out to a 10-point lead. Seven points for him. A 10-0 run suddenly for the Cassidy Redhawks after Bannix went on a 10-0 run. At the top, Noah Curvin for three. This one is good. He has five. 25-18 now. Cassidy's slowing things down. Bryce Fernald, and there's going to be a reach foul called on the Bannix Hatchets. Looks like Noah uh, 
Noah Curvin will be called for that one. That's his first team's second only. Cassidy ball on the far sideline. Right to left across your radio. 342 left in the second. Cassidy 25, Bad X 18. Again, putting that score at that free throw line. Carter Patrick being there. Boy, that just makes it tough for Bad X to really extend. Because if they extend, and then Mike's going to be open. Mike Bernald at the right wing. His hot spot here so far tonight. Bryce Bernald facing a double team. Counts on him over to Carter Patrick. Carter Patrick in the, into the corner. Kenton Wiseman for three. It's, it bounces. It's in for three. Wiseman with six, 28 to 18. Bad X wasting no time coming down the court. Souls inside the lane, puts it up. It's off the mark, though. Rebound, and it's going to be Bad X ball out of bounds. Every time Bad X makes a shot, Cassidy says, all right, we can do that, too. Yeah, go ahead. Aiden Torres checks in for the Red Hawks. We'll replace Bryce Fernald, give him a quick breather. Out there for Bad Axe, we have Keaton Brown, Aaron Souls, Jensen Emmerich, DeCarlo Sageman, Noah Kervin. Five starters. Inbound to Kervin, top of the key. 28-18, Cassidy by 10 points. If Les made by his 11. Kervin for three, made one there, he makes another. He has eight points, 28-21 to 21 now. It's raining threes in Lakers. He's a streak shooter, he gets it going. Kent... Wiseman for three in the corner. This one's no good on the jealousy shot. Rebound brought in by Jensen Emmerich. Rome. Here comes Badax trailing by seven. Curvin back out to Souls. Jump stop inside the lane. Off the glass. Cannot make it fall. Rebound brought in by Carter Patrick for the Red Hawks. Boy, that was a nice move to the basket. Just didn't finish. Hey, Kansas, Kansas. Badax goes back man now. Carter Patrick against Emmerich. Watch out for Mike Fernald in this man-to-man defense. Alex Perry, top of the key. Forward to Carter Patrick, left wing against Emmerich. Five-second count on him, starts his dribble. And he retreats to midcourt. 2-10 left in the second, 28-21, Cassidy by seven. Carter Patrick dribbling around the perimeter, now Mike Fernald has it. Against Kenton Keaton Brown. Alex Perry down the right side of the lane, goes up and it can't fall, but rebound brought in by Jensen Emmerich for Bad Axe. Seven-point deficit for the Hatchets on offense. Left to right across your radio. Noah Kervin to Aaron Soles, left wing. Had a fairly quiet night so far. Emmerich to the high post, down to the low post to Sageman. It's blocked by Wiseman. Here come the Hatch. Here come the Red Hawks. 28-21, a minute 30 left in the second quarter. Cassidy leading by seven. They've never trailed, and Wiseman dribbled it off the back of his foot out of bounds. That's just the third turnover for the Red Hawks. The same. Bad X with four turnovers. Bryce Fernald and Connor Herford check in. Alex Perry and Carter Patrick sit down. Remember what I said about the favorites and the longer the game goes, who starts feeling it? Yes. <laughs> they ain't there yet, but it's starting to. Jensen Emmerich at the right wing, takes the three. This one's good. He has nine points. 28 to 24, a four-point ball game. Minute 13 left. In the second quarter. Bryce Fernald to left wing to Kenton Wiseman. Takes the three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Jake McPhee for the Hatchets. Noah Kirvin brings the ball across midcourt. Jump stop at the top of the key. Jensen Emmerich for another three. Same spot, same result. Emmerich with 12 points. It's a one-point ball game. 27 for Bad X, 28 for the Red Hawks. 45 seconds left. 
Inside the lane, back out to Wiseman to Mike Fernald, top of the key for three. This one's no good. Rebound, Aiden Torres off the glass. He falls in for two. The shortest man out there gets the offensive board and puts it in. 30 to 27. 30 seconds left. Inside the lane, Souls nearly lost it. Back out to Kervin for three. It is up. It's good. Kervin with three threes in this quarter. We're tied at 30. 18 seconds left. It was 15-15 at the end of the first quarter. It's 30-30 with 10 seconds left in the second. Aiden Torres, Mike Fernald inside. Goes off the left side of the lane. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. And at half court, we have a foul with six-tenths of a second left. And we'll go against Aiden Torres, his first and team's fifth. So Banks will inbound at midcourt. Not a bad foul there. Now. Went for the steal, didn't get it. Now you got point six. Just make sure you got somebody so they just got to. They stay in front of them, so they got to catch and just heave it. They can take possession of it. Now Keaton Brown gets it. It's blocked from behind by Bryce Fernald. We have reached halftime the same way we've etched the end of the first quarter. Tied. It was 15-15. Now it's 30-30 after 16 minutes of play right here on the WLW Sports Network. It's a thriller from Laker country. After 60 minutes of play, we are tied at 30 apiece between the Cassidy Red Hawks and the Bad Axe Hatchets. This game started out with a 12-1 run for the Cassidy Red Hawks. It was actually 8-0 before Bad Axe scored a free throw. And then Cassidy scored four more points to make it 12-1 with four minutes left halfway through the first quarter. Then Bad Axe started rolling. They scored... Four straight points, and then Cassidy hit a three. But then from that point, it was 15-5. to five. From that point to the end of the first quarter, Banax goes on a 10-0 run in the final two minutes and 38 seconds. On to the third quarter, or excuse me, second quarter. Re Cassidy responds with her own 10-0 run, taking it from 15-15 to 15 to 25-15 to 15 with halfway through the second quarter, 4-0-1, as they made that 25th point. But then Banax starts to crawl back. They score, they hit a three. Cassidy hits a three. Badax hits a three. Hits another three. Hits another three. Badax, or then Cassidy hits a two. And then Badax hits another three with 18 seconds left. In fact, all of Badax's points in the second quarter came off of five threes. That's it. No inside the arc. No free throws even attempted. It's 30 to 30 at halftime. Badax is led by Jensen Emmerich with 12 points. He has two threes and three field goals. Noah Kervin with 11 points on three threes and two free throws. Four points for Aaron Souls, two field goals right away. And Keaton Brown, one for two from the free throw line. Jake McPhee, one field goal for two points. Three for four from the free throw line for the Banax Hatchets. Cassidy has not attempted a free throw tonight. And they are led by Mike Fernald with nine points off of three threes. Carter Patrick with seven points. Kenton Wiseman with six points. Four points for Alex Perry. And two points each for Bryce Fernald and Aiden Torres. What do you have for shooting, Steve Bone, from that first half? Uh, Cass City was uh, 6 of 14 inside, 6 of 14 outside. Um, again, Mike Fernald, 3 of 6, continues his hot shooting. Um, you go to uh, the other side, and uh, Kervin really got him back in the game. He was 3 for 4 from the arc in that uh, 
first half. And again, uh, Badax was 6 of 14 inside the arc, the same as uh, Cass City was, and they were 5 of 11 from outside the arc, 45%. So again, both teams shooting 43 and 44% respectively. It's even pretty much by the scores is what it is. Interested to see what the teams, if they make any adjustments. Because again, Corvin really got hot. And of course, Fernald's continuing his hot shooting. And so, I don't know. I, I, Cass City will stay in the press because that's given yep. them a little bit of trouble. Yes. But Badax has been back and forth with the man-to-man in the 2-3 zone. Again, they run man-to-man. Coach Fernald gets to run what he wants. Um, but if they go zone, uh, Carter Patrick's at the free throw line, and he can really score from there. And then it plus it sets up Mike on the on the arc. So, be interesting to see where they come out here. So they're shooting 33 percent for Cass City, 44 percent for Badax. Turnovers is Cass City at three, Badax at four. Rebounds are Badax at 12, Cass City at 13. Tie ball game. Fouls are Badax uh, with just two fouls in that first half. Cass City at five, so really no foul trouble. Jeremy Velasquez, haven't seen him since early in the first when he picked up two quick fouls. But really, a dead even heat here through two quarters. What will this third quarter look like? Can Cass City continue their hot shooting, and can Badax continue their hot shooting? Well, again, they're on pace to score 60. That's the way Badax wants to be. I don't think that's the way Cass City wants to be, but again, you got young players that has changed Cass City's look because of the way they're playing and how much better they're playing and shooting the ball. So Coach Renault probably be a little more apt to open things up, let them go, and probably not control the possessions as much. So he might stick with this and just see if he can get a little bit of a shootout. But if he has to, he'll pull it out and uh, and just, you know, really work the clock, get good shots with his main two guys. And, you know, I would think we're – I don't think we're going to see the same scoring in the second half as we did the first half. No. On February 23rd, the final score was Bad X 47, Cass City 35. The second game is Bad X 60, Cass City 27. So yeah, Cass City's already beat their uh, their most recent score against Bad X. Right. But this is an entirely different team. They've they've changed so much just in the last right two weeks. The two weeks, yeah. Yeah. Half of their wins have come in the last eight days. 30 to 30, and Bad X will begin on offense, right to left cross. You're radiating their home white uniforms. Badax over to Souls on the right wing. Being guarded by Carter Patrick. Starts his dribble. Back out to Noah Curvin. Coming around the perimeter. Directing traffic. Telling Sageman to go down to the baseline. He's at the left wing. Down to Sageman in the corner. Sageman. Back to Souls inside the lane. Off the glass. In for two for Souls. He has six. And Badax has their first lead at 7.36 left in the third quarter tonight. Cass City came out in a man-to-man. I don't think they can play a man-to-man. They just got too much offensive firepower off the dribble. Velasquez back in there for Cass City. Bryce Fernald at the right wing to Mike Fernald, top of the key for three. It's no good. Long rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Badax comes out in the man-to-man as well. Mike Fernald gets a wide-open look, just didn't knock her down. 32-30. to Badax strikes first blood in the second half. Takes the lead. No curving for three. It's good. Make that a five-point lead. Noah Kirvin with 14, 35-30. to 6.58 left in the third quarter. 5-0 run for Hatchets to start the second half. Mike Fernald, two Wiseman to the right wing, two Carter Patrick against Emmerich. Back to Bryce Fernald. Goes down, kicks it into the corner to Wiseman. Goes down the baseline, and it's pickpocketed out of bounds by Souls. 
Cassidy ball underneath your own basket, right side of your radio. 35 to 30, Bannex by five. Bryce Fernald inbounding, and it's batted away right into Caitlin from Caitlin's clicks there. Off the top of her head. I don't know if she got a picture of that or not. I don't know. <laughs> Better good too, one if too, she did. Too long of a lens there. <laughs> Mike Fernald gets the inbound into the corner to Carter Patrick, takes his three. The lefty's good. And we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks. It's a two-point game, 35-33. Bannings by two with 6.36 left in the third quarter. Coming out of the timeout, Bad X, Keaton Brown takes a floater inside the lanes. No good. Rebound brought in by Cass City. Trailing by two points. Cass City with 33, Bad X with 35. It was tied 30 apiece at halftime. Velasquez over to the right wing to Bryce Fernald. Back to the top to Wiseman. Takes the three, gets a screen from Velasquez off the mark. And rebound goes out of bounds, and it will be Cass City ball. Yeah, that last time out that Fernald called, Coach Fernald, he went to uh, went back to the 1-2-2 press and then followed back into a 2-3, got out of his man. Mike Fernald will inbound for the Red Hawks into Brace Fernald, right wing. No curve in guarding him. Into the corner, Carter Patrick for three. It's no good. Short rebound brought in by McPhee for the Hatchets. 35-33, Bad X by two points. Across the court, Curvin bringing the ball back to point guard. Calling for Brown to get it to the high post. Over the left wing to Jensen Emmerich. To Brown, down to McPhee on the baseline. Pump fakes and in for two points. Nice move and nice patience there for McPhee. Makes it a four-point lead, 37-33 for the Hatchets. Down to Velasquez, right block. He goes up strong. He can't get to fall, but he's going to the free-throw line for two shots. Good penetration, nice drop-off. Just couldn't get it to go down. Finish it up. Make the two free throws here. Cassidy will be back in their 1-2-2. Two, two, fall back into the 2-3. Bad axes looks like they're really making a concerted effort to try to attack from the baseline. Get it inside against the 2-3 zone. Les was his first free throw. Cannot fall. He's a 42% free throw shooter. He's only attempted seven free throws this season. He's made three. So he's three for eight now. Second free throws, banks it in for one. 37-34. Velasquez sits down, Herford back in. Three-point ball game. Bad X by three with the ball, facing a press. Keaton Brown to Curvin. Still in the backcourt, back to Brown. Brown dribbles through the double team. To the left wing. Back up to Curvin, to Emmerich, to the high post to Brown. Trying to feed down to McPhee. Goes straight through his hands. Out of bounds. Cassidy ball. Fifth turnover for the Hatchets tonight. Cassidy with three of them. Getting Cassidy really trying to get it inside. They got it there. Just didn't handle the pass. Bryce Fernald across midcourt. Mingar by Curvin. Dribbles to the right wing. Gets to Wiseman. A little bit of a weave here around the perimeter. Mike Fernald against Brown. Back to Bryce Fernald. Right wing. Give and go at the right block. Carter Patrick jump shot. Cannot get to fall. McPhee with the rebound. 37-34. Bad X by three. 
Top of the key, Curvin. Cassidy in the 2-3 zone. To the left wing, Souls. Top of the key, Curvin thought about taking the three. Now Souls at the left wing, dribbles in. Down to McPhee on the baseline. Back out to the top to Curvin. Curvin to Emmerich, to the high post to Brown. Jump shot is up. It Ball hits three times, no good. McPhee with the putback in for two. He has six. Third offensive rebound for Maddox tonight. 39-34, a five-point lead for the Hatchets. At the right wing, Bryce, McF- Bryce Fernald inside to counter Herford. He has the touch, and it falls for two points. His first tonight. 39-36, 3.50 left in the third quarter. Hey, what Herford sure gives him a lot of good minutes when he comes in there. Man, yes, he does. He does. Good things. Inside the left elbow, Brown back out to Emmerich, right wing. Back to the top to Curvin. Thought about taking three, does not. Souls, skip pass to Emmerich, right wing to the high post to Brown, getting this zone defense off balance. Curvin for three, top of the key. It's up, it's good. Curvin with his fifth three tonight. 42-36, largest lead of the night for the Hatchets. Paddock's averages six threes a game. They surpassed that already. <laughs> yes, he did. Over to the left wing to Mike Fernald. Dribbles down to the baseline and lets it fly, but it looks like it was tipped out by a Paddock's jersey, scooped up by the Hatchets. Six-point lead, 42-36. Less than three to play in the third. And inside the lane, we have a foul. This will be going against the Kansas City Redhawks, and it looks like it'll be on the floor. Foul goes against number 33. Connor Herford, his first. Kansas City's first of the second half. 2.59 left in the third. 42-36. Maddox by six. Underneath their own basket. Curvin for three. Run the right wing on the inbound. This one hits the backboard. Nothing else. Rebound brought in by Cass City. Just their second rebound this quarter. Bryce Fernald to Wiseman, top of the key. Jump stop inside the lane. Can't get to fall. And rebound into the hands of Brown. Here comes Baddings trying to extend the six-point lead. 2.40 left in the third. Souls dribbling to the high post to Brown. Turns to the basket. Jump shot is in for two points from the free throw line. Keaton Brown's first field goal. 44-36. Out by eight points now. And we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Cassidy Red Hawks with 2.24 left in the third. Bad X 44, Cass City 36. Cassidy calls their third timeout, trailing by suddenly eight points, 44 to 36. Bryce Fernald at the right wing. Back up to Carter Patrick for three, top of the key. This one barely touches the rim. Rebound brought in by Emmerich. Here come the Hatchets, trying to make this a double-digit lead, perhaps. Inside the lane, it's pickpocketed by Aiden Torres. Now loose ball, still on the floor, and Souls somehow scoops it up. Minute 55 left in the third. High post to Brown. Back to Emmerich, left wing to Curvin. Slowing things down now. Emmerich wide open for three, top of the key, no good. Long rebound, scooped up by Keaton Brown. Inside the lane, and it goes out of bounds. Cassidy ball. Badax really making a point to get that ball to the high post. And one way you kind of defend that is just defend everybody else, let the sophomore shoot it from there. 
so he can't be a playmaker. You make him be a scorer. He doesn't act like he really wants to shoot it there. So they actually that time that's exactly what they did. They kind of left him open. So DeCarlo Sageman checks in, replaces Keaton Brown. Cassidy on offense, trailing 36 to 44 with a minute 27 left in the third. Bryce Fernald dribbles down the left side of the lane, puts it up, and is blocked by Aaron Souls, who elevated that one. And there's a technical foul against Badax. After the play. And maybe a, perhaps a magic word or a taunting after that block out of bounds. I've seen it when they call that when you, you swat it off the wall and you say, get that blank out of here. Yes. That sometimes gets that, that's, that's, And by blank, you mean laundry. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's throw, the word. throw the laundry out. Something yes. like that. I'm not yes. sure. Oh. <laughs> Go fill your TXs. <laughs> Number three, Aaron Souls, the man who had the block, called for the technical foul. That's... Tangley his first. So at the free throw line, shooting two would be Carter Patrick. Carter Patrick is a 76% free throw shooter, 23 of 30 on the season, and now 24 of 31. He has eight points. First points in two minutes for Cassidy, and he misses the second one. But Cassidy gets the ball back at midcourt. 44-37, a seven-point lead for Badax. It was tied at halftime, 30-30. to I guess because of the technical, you get it at half-court. Even though it was on the baseline. Right, Cassidy would like to have it on the baseline. He runs some good stuff down there. Aiden Torres to Mike Fernald against McPhee. In the short corner, turns to the baseline, nothing there. McPhee cuts it off. Skips to the opposite corner to Kenton Wise, or excuse me, Carter Patrick. Goes to the lane at the block, puts it off the glass, and gets in for two points. Carter Patrick technically with a three-point play there. 39-44. Less than a minute to play in the third. Souls to Sageman in the corner to Emmerich for three. This one's long, no good. Carter Patrick with the rebound for Cass City. Emmerich's a really streaky three-point shooter. When he gets it going, he can hit him, but boy, he can he can miss three in a row pretty quick, too. 44-39. Cassidy trails by five points with the ball with 35 seconds left in the third. Bryce Fernald dribbling around the perimeter against Sageman. Sageman. And back to Mike Fernald, top of the key against Keaton Brown. And now we have a three-second violation against Cass City. Not exactly what Aaron Fernald drew up there. Fourth turnover for Cass City, six for Bannax. Actually kind of call that, we call it the elevator play. You run up through the middle and the two guys close the door on it. Guy and <laughs> Bannax just fought through it, took that away, and then... Nowhere Herford. else to go. Yeah, Herford got caught standing in the lane. Ooh. Aiden Torres nearly stole the ball from Noah Curvin. Top of the key, Keaton Brown. 14 seconds left. Goes down the right side of the lane. Down to McPhee at the right block. Double team there. It's blocked by Perry. Eight seconds left. Torres back into the hands of Carter Patrick. Five seconds left. Carter Patrick cross midcourt. To Aiden Torres. Pops the three at the buzzer. It's no good. We've reached the end of the third quarter with a five-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 44-39 to in the WLW Sports Network. Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Cassidy will start out on offense. Noah Kirvin leading both teams with 17 points for the Banax Hatchets. 
Bryce Fernald at the right wing. On the give and go, Mike Fernald at the right block in for two points. Nice shot and nice setup play there for the Kansas City Redhawks to start the fourth quarter. Fernald with 11. Mike Fernald, 44-41. Inside the lane, Souls with the floaters in for two. Well, he's quick. Yes, he is. Boy, he gets in that lane in a hurry. 46-41, back to five. That stopped a 6-0 run for the Cassidy Redhawks. Aiden Torres for the jump shot from the left elbow is no good. Rebound ripped down by Jensen Emmerich. That's the 21st rebound for Bad X, 18 for Cass City. Souls inside the lane, loses it, but Keaton Brown saves it. And we have a timeout called by Jason Jurgis and the Hatchets. That will be the third timeout called by Bad X with 7-08 left in the fourth quarter. Bad X 46, Cass City 41 on the WLW Sports Network. left in the fourth quarter. Bad X by five points, 46-41. And it'll be Bad X ball underneath their own basket. That's just good coaching right there. I really like that stuff when they do that. <laughs> Team takes a play away, so you just design something a little different. Look at <laughs> that. Get a wide open Wide open underneath. <laughs> you said Aaron Fernald was good at X's and O's. That was a prime <laughs> example right there. It sure was. Aaron Souls. To Noah Curvin. Slowing things down. Down to Sageman at the right block. Double team comes in, and it's stolen away by Carter Patrick. But there's Jensen Emmerich steal away, and it's last touch by Jensen Emmerich. Looks like Cassidy going into the 2-3 zone trap there. Yep. But waiting for Aaron Fernald to say go. Right. <laughs> also, three players are on him. And again, they threw it to the high post to the sophomore who doesn't want to shoot it, so he fired her down low. And out of bounds she goes. Carter Patrick dribbling against Jensen Eric, top of the key, nearly in midcourt to left wing Bryce Fernald. Bad X in that man to man defense. Carter Patrick against Jensen Eric at the free throw at the top of the key to Bryce Fernald. Pump fakes. Now inside the lane, back to Alex Perry, right side of the lane. Puts it up. The floater's no good. Rebound ripped down by Keaton Brown. 22nd rebound for the Hatches this evening with a five point lead 46 41, 615 left in regulation. Noah Kirvin to the high post to Brown. Brown turns, takes the jump shot, and it's in for two. Keaton Brown with five points, extends it out to a seven-point lead, 48-41. Got to make him prove it. He proved it on that one. 4-0 run for the Hatchets. Bryce Fernald at the free throw line at the left elbow now. To Mike Fernald, and Aiden Torres scoops it up. Bryce Fernald back at the top of the key. Mike Fernald takes the three right wing. It's short, but rebound picked up by Carter Patrick. Can't get the fall, and rebound brought in by McPhee. And now Brown in a fight for that rebound. Jensen Emmerich at the right block against Alex Perry. Back out to Curvin. Two Souls takes the three top of the key. It's good. Souls with a dagger makes it 11 for him in a 10-point lead, 51-41 to with 5.20 left. In the fourth quarter, and we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Hatchets. Right here on the WLW Sports Network. 520 left in the fourth, 51-41 Bad Axe. 
Cassidy trails by 10 points, coming out of their fourth timeout. Just one remain for them. Double screen at the top of the key. Carter Patrick into the corner to Mike Fernald against Keaton Brown. Inside, over to Aiden Torres. Wide open for the three left wing. It's up. It's short. And rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. The sophomore making plays here for Baddocks in the second half. Souls at the left wing on the skip pass to reset the offense now. 4.45 left in the fourth. A 10-point lead for the Hatchets. That's their largest tonight. Skip pass to the left wing. Souls now playing keep away for the Hatchets. Souls against Bryce Fernald. Blows past him over to the right wing to Curvin. In absolutely no hurry now, leading by 10 points. Brown at the high post. Double team there, back out to Curvin. Curvin to Emmerich, left wing to Souls. Down low, and Alex Perry steals it away. A ginger pass there. Yeah, that's a bad pass. Carter Patrick. Too much hot dog there. <laughs> Carter Patrick at the free throw line takes the jump shot, fading away, and this one is good. Wow. 15 points for him. Back to an eight-point game, 51-43. 3.54 left in regulation. You're up 10 doing exactly what your coach wants you to do. And it's I mean, layup is no good, but saved by McPhee. Back out of the hands of Noah Curvin for the hatchets. High post, Brown. Down low to McPhee, wide open. And he can't get to fall, and rebound brought in by Alex Perry. Mike Fernald with good defense there. Mike Fernald nearly loses the handle on it. Stolen by Jake McPhee. McPhee going up for the layup, and it's in for two. The big man has speed as well. He has eight. Back out to 10-point lead, 53-43. Big turnover there. Yes. Man, they could cut it. Instead of, now it's back to 10. Instead of six points, it's 10. Yeah. Carter Patrick takes the three right wing. This one's no good. Little tired legs there, and rebound brought in by Emmerich. Yep, <laughs> exactly right. Tired legs. Been working really hard to even get a shot. Five games in nine days will do that. Yep. Keaton Brown gets the shot at the free throw line. He turns to the basket, takes the jump shot, and it's good. He has seven. 12-point lead, 55-43. That strategy's not working, letting him shoot. And we have a foul against the Bad Axe Hatchets. Foul goes against Noah Curvin. That's his second. <laughs> it's just the... Third team foul of the second half for Banax. Cassidy's got a lot of fouls to get before they get to. They just have one team foul. Right. <laughs> they got a lot of hacking to do if they're going to make this a free throw game to try to get back into it. The problem is the Banax Hatchet's not a bad free throw shooting team. No, actually they're really good. At 70%, almost 71%. Carter Patrick will inbound to Alex Perry at the right wing. Carter Patrick gets the pass to the corner. Back out to Bryce Fernald, top of the key against Souls. Dribbles down the left side. Back out to Kenton Wiseman at the free throw line. Jump shot elbow. No good. And we have a foul. And this will be a foul going against number 21, DeCarlo Sageman, his second team's fourth. And this will put Wiseman at the free throw line, shooting two. Badax does not quite agree with that call. You can uh, tell. It's a little bit of a late whistle. Yeah, but a little bit. But I, I think he got him on the There end. was contact for yep. sure. Free throw from Wiseman is good. Rattles home. I've never had to blow a whistle with a mask on it. I can't imagine it's that easy. <laughs> Lose it under there. 
Second free throw from Wiseman, no good. Rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Who else? 55-44, 11-point lead, 2.18 left in regulation. In the District 96 semifinal. Emmerich to Kervin. Kervin dribbling around nearly midcourt. Over to Souls. Yeah, Cassidy's going to have to come out and really trigger the trap. Fouled. And they steal the... just like that, but it's uh. stolen right back into the hands of Kervin. Alley-oop over to Souls, back to Sageman, and he's back in, and he's fouled, and Sageman will go to the free-throw line for two shots. Has a nice steal, but Bryce Fernald threw it, and no curve, and elevated and stole it right back. Yeah, he did. I mean, I was thinking, wow. there's a steal they need, and it just went back the other way. Foul goes against Kansas City's Bryce Fernald, his first team second only. To Carlos Sageman at the free-throw line, shooting two. Not scored nor attempted a free throw. He's 12 of 18 for the free throw line this season for 66%. Taking his time. Minute 54 left in the fourth. 11-point lead. Makes it 12 now with a made free throw. Badak's done a really nice job of shutting down Mike Fernald in the second half. Um, they've just basically denied him all over the place. He's got one basket off that when they ran a slip screen to him. That's right. Other than that, he's got... Nothing. He's having a hard time even getting shots. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by Cass City's Carter Patrick. 110 seconds remain. 12-point lead, 56-44. Four bad X, and Carter Patrick hits an NBA three from the right wing. Again, get out far enough, they'll quit guarding you. <laughs> 47-56, a nine-point lead for the Hatchets. Dribbling right through it. Souls goes down the lane, and he can't get to fall, but rebound saved, but actually a push. And this is going to be an offensive foul against number 21 to Carlos Sageman, away from the ball, his third team's fifth. So Cassidy ball when all said and done. Boy, I can't believe uh, they wanted that shot there. I don't think so. Jeez, Cassidy's got to foul you four times, five times to get you to the free throw line. Shooting a drive and layup there. Double screen to the right wing to Carter Patrick against Emmerich. And Emmerich steals it, but there is a foul. 11 right. 11. Jensen Emmerich with his first personal. Team six to the rest of the way out. One and one for the remaining minute 14 of this half. 56 for Banax, 47 for Cass City. Mike Fernald will inbound on the near sideline. 74 seconds away from the district final for either Banax or Cass City. Bryce Fernald at the left block, kicks it back out to Carter Patrick, goes down to the baseline, nothing there. Back to Bryce Fernald, left wing. Dribbling against Noah Kervin, across the free throw line to the right side, puts it up, off balance, can't get to fall. Rebound brought in by DeCarlo Sageman, and now we have a travel called by Sage on Sageman. Could have been a held ball, but instead it was a travel. Yeah. Ten turnovers now for Maddox. We'll come right back to Fernald here. Bryce Fernald gets into the right wing to Carter Patrick in the corner. That could have been a shuffling of the feet, but the three is no good anyway. Rebound brought in by Jensen Emmer. 45 seconds left in the District 96 semifinal, and Cassidy steals it. Bryce Fernald's layup is good, in for two points, and we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald, and the Red Hawks will stick with you. A seven-point game, 56-49, 38.4 seconds left. That's the final timeout for Cassidy tonight in regulation. You know how you yell all game? You know, don't foul, don't foul, don't foul. Foul, foul, foul. Right. Now you've, you've got 38 seconds left, 
and you got to foul five times to get them to the free throw line. Um, it's a tall task. And you're down seven. So you figure, what, four seconds for each foul. Right. So basically. So you have 18 seconds left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And you got to make up seven points. So I guess well, you're, you're going to go complete denial here, man-to-man, they catch a foul. I mean, it's just boom, 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 boom. It's the only thing you can do. Um, actually, a good play. The, the inbound. The a good play right here for Bad Axe. Just throw the home run ball. They'll play, uh, they're going to overplay. Because they have to. And even, you know, you're up seven. Even if you screw up the home run ball, it's, you're still in good shape. But So then you're up by nine at that point. It's almost insurmountable at that point. Yep. 38 so. seconds left in regulation. Cassidy without any more timeouts. Badax has two. Badax will run four guys at half court. Nobody runs this. And now they're going to run three guys up here. Then they all just run to the ball. They all just go different directions. There goes one. Brown will inbound. There goes two. Trying there to beat him to Jensen Emmerich, and they give it back to Souls. And there's the foul with 36.1 seconds left. So two seconds on that foul. Yep. Foul goes against Aiden Torres. That would be his second. Team's third. So Badex will inbound right in front of us here. So close you can almost taste the COVID. Oh, gosh. Sorry. 56.49. Was that a new ice cream flavor? I think so. It's the hottest flavor of 2020. Jensen Erick barely saves it on the far sideline. And there's a foul. Kenton Wiseman will pick this one up, and that will be the fourth team foul. I think worst. about Cass City, I'd be a little tighter on these guys. They wouldn't even move. What's worse can happen? They call you for holding a shirt? Of course, I'm not making light of COVID up here. With 31.6 seconds left, we have a timeout called by Jason Jurgis and the Hatchets, acting acting head coach for the Badang's Hatchets. So what do you think here is Jason Jurgis setting up for the Hatchets? Well, he's just setting up an inbounds play to get it in and you know protect the ball, don't turn it over. Like, they might run a home run ball here, but he's a little more conservative than Coach Krug, Krug is. So i surprised they just run like a stack. Everybody comes out, set a screen, get a guy. I mean, they're just going to foul right away anyway. So you just want to get the ball and bounce. It's going to end up being a free throw game when it gets all said and done. So. so this, of course, if this result does hold, Badax will move on to the district final to take on Harbor Beach on Saturday. Start time for that one as of right now is 7 p.m. Coverage will start at 6.30 p.m. on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from the District 96 District Final. Badax comes out of full timeout. They have one more timeout remaining. Again, this is what makes Badax so good. I mean, they got five guys on the floor, really athletic right here. I mean, very hard to guard. Um, you know, they, get good, they all can handle the ball. And the inbound, and it's stolen by... Kenton Wiseman, Carter Patrick to Bryce Fernald. At the three-point line, now Carter Patrick, 23 seconds left, and we have a foul called against Jensen Emmerich, and this will put Carter Patrick to the free-throw line for one and one. Just as I say, all the good guards they have, they turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sixth turnover this quarter for 12 of the night. Kansas City with five. I think Coach Fernald wanted somebody to shoot a three there. I think so. I think so. <laughs> 
Alex Perry checks in, replaces Aiden Torres. Going for a rebounder in there currently. And so Baddox will respond and bring in Jake McPhee. Yeah, you remember their night against Lakers. They missed that free throw up three. And <laughs> look what happened. And uh, Perry gets the rebound, puts it back, and the game's over then. 23 seconds left, 56-49. Bannix by seven. And the free throw from Carter Patrick is good, so he gets a second one. 56-50. Two-possession game now. 23 seconds left. In case you're wondering, Red Wings are losing 4-1 to one to Nashville at the end of the first. Second free throw is good. A two-point trip on that one. 56-51, nearly stolen. Something for the foul here, boys. And there's the foul with 18 seconds left. Five seconds go off the clock there. 56-51. to 51. And so that is just the fifth team foul against Cass City and the first against Carter Patrick. So Pekansi has one more foul to give here before free throws are attempted. Inbound to Souls in the backcourt. And they're going to have to foul here with 14 seconds left. And there it is with 13.3. So another five seconds go off the clock. Foul goes against Carter Patrick. Having a hard time with this uh, coach screaming foul and everybody's like trying to get the ball. It's a foreign. The clock's running, boys. Foreign concept. <laughs> Well, again, you're taught your whole life, don't foul. <laughs> now they're telling you to foul. foul. <laughs> Brown will inbound to Jensen Emmerich, and he saves it on the baseline somehow, and there's the foul with 8.5 seconds. So another five seconds come off the clock, and that will be the seventh team foul. So we walk the length of the court, and Jensen Emmerich will go to the free throw line for a one and one. Jensen Emmerich, a 73% free throw shooter, has only attempted 15 free throws, though, on 11 makes. Fifty-six, fifty-one, eight and a half seconds left in regulation. Free throw is good, so he gets a second. Thirteen points for Jensen Emmerich. Fifty-seven, fifty-one, trying to make this fifty-eight, fifty-one, and they do. Seven-point difference, eight seconds left. Rice Fernald across midcourt at the right wing, pops the three. It's up. It's short. Carter Patrick with the putback, and that can't fall either. And Ken Wiseman can't get the putback either, and that is it. And Badax punches their ticket to this district final to take on Harbor Beach on Saturday from District 96 in the Division III MHSAA tournament. Cass City's season comes to an end. They gave Badax all of their might, losing just by seven points. Final score, Badax 58, Cass City 51. In your second game for doubleheader from Laker High School. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We'll have to wrap up all the action we saw tonight in the waning moments and coming moments here on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Stay tuned. Your postgame show coming up next from Lakers. Final score in our second game, Bad Axe 58, Cass City 51. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network post-game show after a District 96 doubleheader from Laker High School. And we have two 
pictures in the books, and we have two tickets punched for the district final on Saturday at 7 p.m. between the Bad Axe Hatchets and the Harbor Beach Pirates. And East versus the West, the number two team from each division going for the District 96 championship here at Lakers on Saturday at 7. Coverage will begin at 6.30 p.m. with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from courtside. Let's take you through the second game here between Bad Axe and Cass City. At the end of the first quarter, it was 15-15, to but how we got to that score was very interesting. Cass City actually was leading 12-1 to before Cass or Bad Axe scored a field goal, and suddenly it was 15-5, to uh, and then Bad Axe scored 10 straight points to make it 15-15 to at the end of the third, second first quarter. Then Cass City starts the second quarter on a 10-0 run to make it 25-15, to but then threes were made for the remainder of the quarter making it 30-30 to 30 at the end of the first half. Into the third quarter, it was Bad Axe scoring 14, Cass City scoring 9 for their first lead of the night, 44-39, to 39, entering the fourth quarter. And then Bad Axe scored 14 compared to Bad Cass City's 12 in the fourth quarter to take a 7-point victory, 58-51. to 51. Bad Axe was led by Noah Kervin with 17 points off of five threes and two free throws, nothing inside the arc otherwise. Jensen Emmerich had 14, and Aaron Souls had 11. Jake McPhee had 8 points, Keaton Brown at 7, and 1 point for DeCarlos Sageman. For the Cassie Redhawks, they were led by Carter Patrick with 20 points. He's a freshman, mind you. And 11 points for Mike Fernald, a sophomore. Kenton Wiseman a seven, with 7 points. 4 points each for Bryce Fernald and Alex Perry, both playing their last games as a, in a Redhawk uniform. And 2 points for Connor Herford, a junior, and Aiden Torres, also a junior. And one point for Jeremy Velasquez, also a senior. Steve Bone, some interesting shooting stats here, especially for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Yeah, Bad Axe shot the ball really well. I mean, for the game, they shot 50%, 22 of 44. Uh, I thought the biggest thing, though, for them was uh, 8 of 17 from the arc. I mean, that's 47%. Um, Curvin shot the ball really well. He was 5 of 7 from the arc, and I thought that was a turning point in the game. Those three threes, he made two, and Souls made one, and that just kind of extended that lead and kind of got it out where Cass City couldn't get to it. Um, so for the game, like I said, they shot 50%, 6 eight at the free throw line, shot the ball really well. Again, that's why they say the average of points they do, good shooting team all the way around. Um, and then you go on Cass City side, again, they had to shoot the ball well to win. Um, they shot pretty well in the first half. The second half, uh, Bad Axe went man-to-man, turned the pressure up, denied the young players the ball. Mike Fernald had a hard time. Carter Patrick had a hard time. They had to work for everything they got. And uh, Patrick did end up scoring some points. But I thought the biggest thing was they just they really controlled Mike Fernald in the second half. I mean, he, shot, he had three shots total in the second half. Wow. And didn't make – well, he made one on that, on that slip play. So – he made one layup, and then his, he only got two other threes that he missed. And I thought that was the biggest difference in the game. He just, I mean, he he, he catapulted them to, to start the game. And it's like you said, it was 12-1. to 1. And uh, they were really, they were going. Everything was going the way they wanted it to. The second half, when they, Bad Axe made that adjustment and just started to deny, things really changed. When you look at it, 16 threes were made in this game, eight for each team. In the second quarter, though, when Bad X tied it to make it 30 to all at halftime, all the points in the second quarter for Bad X came behind the arc. Five threes between Noah Curvin and Jensen Emmerich. Three for Curvin, two for Emmerich. 
to tie it up at 30 apiece entering halftime. And all that momentum you saw Cassidy start the game with, it wasn't waning, but it, you just had that sense that you're you're leaving the door open for a good shooting team here at Bad Axe who is athletic and has a second half of turning up the pressure and keeping denying those players the hot shooters for Cass City the ball. And I think that really was the difference there. Yeah, again, we talked about the athleticism of Bad Axe. I mean, they're quick all over, at every position. They're quick. Um, they can really – that's what makes them so good. I mean, it's great. They, they go to a 2-3 zone, and they can really press you, you know, trap the corners, do this, do that. And if they get a turnover, I mean, Solds and Curvin are just out like a flash, and those are easy baskets. But they're knocking shots down. Now we can go man. We can deny – so they just they just make they're so much more versatile than a lot of teams, and then offensively they can do what they do. I I thought another thing that they adjustment they made was in the first the first half they were five of eleven from the arc, which you're saying well they scored all their points in the second quarter all from behind the yeah. arc. Well, the second half they only shot six, and you know they're eight of thirteen for sixty two percent inside the arc. So they made it you know they definitely made it a point that hey we're going to get inside on Cass City's zone and score from there and they did and then that opened up again on the outside where Curvin and Souls made them three and that just really separated it. So before we highlight the district final here from Saturday for Bad Axe and Harbor Beach let's talk about the future of Cass City basketball. <laughs> What's that? It's, it's, it's a bright future I know that for sure you have Carter Patrick as a freshman uh, Mike Fernald as a sophomore you have Aiden Torres a junior, Connor Herford a junior. Uh, of course, you're gonna you're gonna lose Jeremy Velasquez. You're gonna lose Bryce Fernald. You're gonna lose Kenton Wiseman. But you are returning some solid players there with a bright future. Can bring a lot of players along with them. I have not seen two players on the same team be underclassmen as a freshman or a sophomore with such pure shooting, really since the the Steve Kramer days, perhaps of USA. Yeah. We had some nice shooters back then. Um, yeah, exactly. We talked about it at 4.30. We talked about it again at 7 <laughs> Four and a half hours ago. Been, right. We've been talking about this. Your young players and, and how good they can be and then how you can shut them down. And Bad Axe showed that. Next year, you're not going to shut them down. I mean, you might shut them down for a little bit, but they're going to they'll be just that much better. And, you know, and then but as a senior, I mean, now, now they run the show and, you're going to just sit and if they continue to progress the way uh, they've progressed just in this short season, yeah, they're going to be fun to watch for the next two years. And then, you know, I love the minutes they were getting from Connor Herford. Yeah. I mean, he's a big guy inside. He'll do a lot of nice things for you. So, yeah, I mean, the future for uh, Cass City looks <laughs> real bright. So now let's take our and turn our attention to the district final between Bannex and Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach played a near-perfect first half against USA. They they shot at, what, 85% in that first half. Everything was within three feet of the hoop. And in the second half, they struggled to bring the ball up because such pressure from USA's press and even the half-court trap. That's a bit concerning if you're a Harbor Beach Pirate fan out there as far as the athleticism of the Bad Axe Hatchets and how they can turn the heat up on defense, as we've seen them against play against Reese, we've seen them against Cass City tonight. And if Bad Axe is shooting hot, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting game. Yeah, again... There were some things that were exposed tonight that uh, Harbor Beach, I feel, struggles with, and you joked about it before. I know what they're going to work on in practice. <laughs> um, Cass, or Bad Axe doesn't really like to go full court too much and really extend and press and all that. I think 
if they do, they'll do it in a man-to-man fashion, I think, more so than they will in a, you know, a zone-type press. But they have that ability to put a lot of pressure on, bat- on Harbor Beach's guards, and that's going to give – that'll give Harbor Beach a lot of trouble. Um, so, but again, Ron's been at this a long time. 28 years. Yep, he's seen it before. Yep, okay, here they come. They're going to go after my guards. So what do I got to do to, you know – relieve that pressure so I'm, maybe I, I run uh, small ski up let him catch and and relieve some of that pressure and then kick down to somebody else um, but again because of how athletic our, our bad X is they'll take you away at every position and I don't I just think it's going to be really tough for Harbor Beach to score inside like they did tonight. I mean, they just tore USA up inside, and they're going to try to do the same thing against Bad Axe, but Bad Axe is going to defend it differently. They just ain't going to let you get it there. They're going to put so much pressure on their guards. It's just going to be really hard to get the ball inside. But Ron has coached against this before. He'll have a game plan. They'll they'll be running backdoor cuts. They'll be sent, you know, he'll, he'll get it. They'll have it figured out. It won't be what everybody thinks it's going to be. And I guess that's why they say that's why we play the game as well. Yeah, and it's all about matchups. I mean, some some teams you match up really well against, some teams you don't. And, you know, again, it's interesting to see how the matchups play out with one side versus the other. In the last 11 years, which means 10 districts, not including last year, this makes Harbor Beach's seventh appearance in the finals and Bad X's fourth appearance in the finals since 2010. Maddox has gone one in two in their finals appearances. Harbor Beach four in two, losing their last two appearances in the finals. Of course, last year was supposed to be Maddox and Cass City. That game was never played just due to COVID shutting down the season and, frankly, the world. So, final thoughts here, Steve Bone from District ninety six semifinal. You survived your first doubleheader. Yeah, it's a lot of time uh, with the headset on, I can tell you that. Um, we've seen some really good basketball. We've seen some good future coming in you know, in basketball here. Uh, I think the final is going to be a really interesting game to see how it all plays out. Uh, again, it's awesome. The kids are out playing. Yes. Um, you know, they stood on the capital steps screaming, let us play, and they have let us play. And even though the numbers have gone up uh, – They've continued to let us play, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I, I I see losing teams come out, and I see players getting hugs from their parents. And you know, there's something about that finality that you know it it, it, it it's it's a positive thing, even for the losing team because everybody's in it together, and and you you go in together, you go out together, and so it's good to see that these things come to a conclusion, and, and everybody moves on and it continues life. Well, it's been we've now been on air for four hours and thirty six minutes. I think it's time to wrap things up. And this second game was being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, DSers of Kansas City for all of your grain handling needs, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Valley Enterprises, Tim Fritz of Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's Insurance Company, Flannery Automall of Badax, Farmers Co-op Grain Company, Bayport State Bank, Valley or Valley Enterprises. McVeigh Insurance Agency, Thumb Bank and Trust, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, Ensure Health, Better Health, Better Life, Are You Sure? So on behalf of Steve Bone, my name is Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening to tonight's games. It's been a fun four and a half hours, but I think we're going to sleep pretty well tonight as we need to gear up and get ready for the District 96 Championship on Saturday at 7 p.m. from Lager High School between the Bad Axe Hatchets 
and the Harbor Beach Pirates. Game time starts at 7 p.m. We will start coverage at 6.30 p.m. on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. We start with five teams in District 96. We're down to the final two, Harbor Beach and Bad Axe in District 96 Division Three of the MHSA Tournament. Congratulations to the Harbor Beach Pirates taking out USA and hanging on to defeat the USA Patriots 62-55 in our first game. And then Bad Axe takes out Cass City coming from behind and dominating that second half with a 58-51 final score in our second game. Seven-point victory for Bad Axe. Seven-point victory for the Pirates sets up the District 96 final. We'll see you then. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.